Dear Hong Kong people, the crux of political debate over constitutional reform lies on a single issue, which is whether Beijing's unwanted chief executive hopeful will be screened out by the nominating committee. The consultation on the constitutional reform launched three weeks ago kicked off another round of political reform, including the elections mechanism for the chief executive in 2017 and the legislative council in 2016. However, Beijing has been repeatedly conveying messages to Hong Kong people that full democracy is on par with the international standard is not yet ready. What can you expect when Chao Shaoyang? Zhang Xiaoming, Li Fei, Beijing senior officials stressed that the chief executive must be one patriotic and love Hong Kong. How about when pro-Beijing loyalists Elsie Leung and Chang Lingkei suggested using the so-called plurality at large mechanism, which means the eligible members of the nominating committee will be bound to give a block vote to a preset number of candidates. The idea behind these representations can be summarized by Mr. Chris Patton's observation, and I quote: "Beijing supports democracies if she knows the results before the election." We need to start from the international standards on political elections and work within the framework of the Basic Law. When considering possible alternatives, bringing Hong Kong to a full democracies, full universal suffrage. The election system needs to comply with the Basic Law, promote party politics, and be a fair and open and competitive systems. The Democrats put forward a single comprehensive proposals, offering three nomination paths: nomination by voters, or also known as popular nominations, political parties, or an expanded nominating committee. Chief Executive Hopeful gaining one percent voters' popular nomination should be endorsed by the nominating committee. Despite Wang Kongwa's remark, and I quote, "Popular nomination deviates from basic law." We strongly believe that Articles 25 and 26 of the Basic Law assure that as citizens in Hong Kong, we are all equal before the law, and thus each of us has the right to vote, to nominate, and to be voted. The popular nominations paths received more support by the general public, as reflected in the polls conducted by the University of Hong Kong. The reasons for nominations by political parties is simple and obvious. The SAR government has the administrative power, but no vote in the legislative council. Our chief executives and also senior government officials have been blaming their failure to solicit sufficient support from the legislative council. Nomination by political parties enables or enhances the elected chief executive form genuine political alliances, and facilitates his initiative to be passed by the legislative council. Political groups or parties having more than five percent popular votes in the legislative council election prior to the chief executive elections should be able to jointly nominate a candidate. Whether this can promote a more sustainable development of party politics is yet to be proved. It is just peculiar for a leader in a city occupying the highest political post to be banned from joining any political party. The original intent to ban the chief executive join any political party is to avoid Hong Kong being ruled by the Chinese Communist Party. But now, the political reality is that. Chief executive has to get sufficient support, 
in the Legislative Council to implement its election platform. The existing Electoral Committee, with only 220,000 registered voters, is far from democratic. A comprehensive and a fundamental reform is essential to improve its recognition and credibility. This is the third, but not the final round of political reform since the changeover. The Democrats rejected the political package in 2005. In the second round of political reform in 2010, Beijing reoffered the rejected package with minor modifications. Despite criticisms, the Democratic Party took a constructive approach and negotiated with Beijing and compromised and revised the package. This essentially removed the obstacle for us to strive further for a fair, open and competitive elections in 2017. Over the last 16 years, Beijing chose a businessman as the chief executive and subsequently replaced him by a former civil servant. The first two chief executives proved unsatisfactory, and then Beijing staged a generally regarded as Chinese Communist Party comrade as the chief executive. The governance of these 16 years disappoints the people of Hong Kong. Traditionally, public sentiment on governance correlates with economic development. The Public Sentiment Index, conducted by the Public Opinion Program of the University of Hong Kong, nevertheless, so that public sentiment deteriorates over time despite full employment and steady economic growth. It is clear that people of Hong Kong care more than just economic development, but also the governance. It is unusual for a leader to be asked to step down before he takes office. Si Wai Leung made such a record that when he inaugurated with 400,000 citizens on the streets, asking him to step down. Contrary to his wish, Si Wai Leung is proven to be the impetus of the domestic democratic movement. Accumulatively, over a million anxious Hong Kong people have been driven to the streets by Si Wai Leung's integrity, brainwashing patriotic education curriculum, refusal to a TV license, poor governance, or other reasons since he took office. Even before CY Leung, the government encountered tremendous difficulties in working with the LegCo. Under the current deficient systems, it is mission impossible for the government to secure solid and sufficient support in the LegCo for any controversial policy, such as expanding the land view irrespective of whether there are essential merits. No matter how hard officials try, the government is by definition an unpopular and unproductive one. The only way though still a long way ahead, is a comprehensive constitutional reform bringing in a fair, accountable and legitimate government, and most important, a government with people's mandate. Over the past few months, various reform proposals have been put forward for the public discussion. It is the critical time for people of Hong Kong to take charge of Hong Kong by actively involving in the constitutional reform, or otherwise we have to pray for the better chief executive to be installed in our beloved Hong Kong. Xi Jinping tours to be pragmatic. So do I. Our nomination procedures, aiming to screen out Beijing's unwanted candidates, will not be able to be passed in the Legislative Council. We want a genuine universal suffrage to avoid occupying central. Beijing has picked three chief executives for the people of Hong Kong, and they are not up to our expectations. It is time for the people of Hong Kong to choose our chief executive ourselves through one man one vote without political screening nomination procedures. At critical times, Hong Kong people will do what they can 
as we have done in 2003 and 2012. When time comes, we have to work together again and protect our future and the generations to come. Let's enjoy the holiday before the long fight for democracies in the next 15 months. History will tell. 2014 and 2015 are the most important years in Hong Kong. I wish you all a happy and a democratic New Year. Chong Kai Sin.